Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Hello, this is a talk on mind training today, and I'm going to give a teaching from the eight stanzas of training the mind. This is number seven of the eight stanzas, and this is, again, I think I've said this in a previous episode, but I'll say it again. This is a collection of short sayings by a teacher named Langri Tongpa, and they're just meant to be like little short pithy sayings, like so not unlike bumper stickers. And the intention is that you remember the teaching when you need it, when you need to remember it. And there are uh, several different um, teachings like this in the mind training genre. Lo, the Lojong slogans is one and the 37 practices of a Bodhisattva is another one. And this is, a very short one, the eight stanzas of training the mind. Okay. And th- again, these, this is number seven. And this one may require a little bit of unpacking for me. We'll see. So I'm going to recite this, the verse and then comment on it. So in short, may I offer to all my mothers, both directly and indirectly, all happiness and benefits. And may I secretly take upon myself all the harms and sufferings of my mothers. I'm going to read that again. In short, may I offer to all my mothers, both directly and indirectly, all happiness and benefit. And may I secretly take upon myself all the harms and sufferings of my mothers. So um, let's talk about that word mother, first of all. In the time and place that this was created, um, your mother was considered in that culture, like the most beloved person in your life. And uh, in the world today, we have, we have some of that, but we also have like a lot of people have really complicated feelings about their mothers in the modern world. And my sense is they did then too, but nobody talked about it. Um, So when we talk about, you know, treat all beings like your mother, that just means treat all beings like, you know, like, uh, you really love them. Like they're really important to you. Like they gave you life. Okay. So what are we talking about with this giving happiness to them and, you know, taking the suffering upon yourself? That is against, uh, what we normally like to do, right? We normally like to be very selfish and go after the best things for ourselves. I can remember, Um, gosh, this will be a deep cut. But one time when I was a child, I, um, had as a kid, I had friends and I had three friends over and I was getting popsicles and I only had three popsicles, which means my friends and me, right? I have three popsicles. There's four of us, right? Somebody has to go without one. And I started to keep one for myself and my mother said to me, I'm probably like nine. Um, my mother said to me, no, you, you serve the guest first 
and you serve yourself after. And that really stuck with me. Like we call that, what do we call that? Politeness, being a good host. I didn't know those. Well, I didn't necessarily connect those words with it, but that's, that is what it is, right? Being a good host is giving your friend the popsicle and not having one yourself. And that's what I think of when I think of this. I think of, can we think of ourselves as the host? Can we redirect our desires and give to others first? And that's not to say, and I know some someone may listen to this and think, oh, you're saying let people walk all over you. You're saying, you know, I'm never going to get my popsicle. I'm never going to get my piece of cake. And if you think that way, you are having a scarcity mindset, a scarcity mindset. And what we want to learn how to have is an abundance mindset. So what do I mean by that? I mean, you're not going to get poor by giving away too much. You're not going to get poor by giving away too much. You're not going to get sad by sharing your joy. You're not going to get poor by helping others. Probably not, all right? That is the furthest thing from something to worry about. And when we worry about that, what we're really doing, what we're really doing when we worry about, oh, if I give away, I'll have nothing. What we're really doing is we're making an excuse. We're making an excuse because we don't want to give things away. We want to selfishly get everything, selfishly get everything for ourselves. Um, and that's our normal self-obsessed mindset. But we can learn how to shift things so that we give to others. And the truth is that when you give to others, you don't just lose, but you gain something as well. It feels good to give to others and it increases harmony in your relationships and it makes people more likely to give to you too, right? All these things. So uh, directing our attention at help being kind to others and helping others ahead of ourselves, it's not going to get in your way. It's not going to hurt you. All right. We just do. We don't want to, we don't want to be selfless. And the other part, may I secretly take upon myself all the harms and sufferings of my mothers. And again, um, one more thing about the word mother um, is that sometimes in these old teachings, there's a context that gets talked about and it is, um, around rebirth. And this is a heavier topic than I really want to talk about, but, um, the, the teaching, which I, I am not a firm believer in, but I'm open-minded about it. But the teaching is that, um, it's what we you may call reincarnation. It's just you die and in some form you're reborn as another person, as another being in some, in some form for all of time. And it's a gross, gross oversimplification. Um, and maybe I will do a whole episode on that topic sometimes, sometime, because it is really complicated, really hard to talk about, really hard to think about, but suffice to say for our purposes, the teaching is that at some point in your history, everyone you meet has probably been your mother. Okay. So that means that if you hate someone, if someone's your enemy, blah, 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 you've probably in a previous life been friendly to each other, been 
helped by that person. All those things, because it's supposed to be infinite. And like I said, this is a real mind trap. It can really, I don't like the, this teaching very much because I think we can get lost in it. We can get really confused and keep thinking about it and have no end to thinking about it. Well, infinite lives, really? So for all time, like this has always been happening, but we think it's going to end, right? So um, it can be a very heavy thing to talk about. But sometimes when people say in, in these old traditional teachings, when people say, everyone's been your mother, this person's been your mother, treat sometimes even treat this person like your mother, which they are, all of that, um, I think we got to be careful around it just because we don't have much of a context for that. And it's hard to build the context for that, in my opinion. But that being said, though, knowing that um, maybe helps us understand a little better. So what are we talking about with taking upon the suffering, though? We, we are talking about if we can serve them, we should serve them. If we can help, if we can share in their suffering, um, that is called empathy, sharing in the suffering of another person. And that's not, and I want to be very clear that empathy is different from pity. Pity is just, oh, poor you. And empathy is, I will face this feeling with you. And that is a world of difference, right? And uh, people struggle to define the differences between those two. But I think that's a world of difference. I will get in the dirt with you versus I'm watching you and I feel bad, right? Um, but we can share in the sufferings of others. And sort of some of this is intention setting. Like, I want the pain to come to me. I don't want it to go to other people. I want it, I want to take it upon myself. So um, that is it for today. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me and have a good day. Thank you for listening and have a good day.